Hi, and welcome to the awesome DIY wedding planning podcast from Wedding Espresso. Fun, relaxed DIY wedding planning chats with the pros. Now sit back and relax. It's time to carpe wedding deal, baby. Hello, Marta. Lovely to see you. Hi, James. Lovely to see you too. Fantastic. So you are uh, Marta De Martini, and your business is called Martini Weddings. Yes, the Martini yes. Weddings, and uh, and you are a fantastic wedding photographer. Yeah, fantastic. So um, originally you're from Italy, so we've got the perfect question for you today, and that is: How is wedding destination photography different now? I remember from our experience of shooting weddings abroad that we tend to fa- we tend to uh, the experience was totally different from a UK-based wedding because we found that the guests tended to be more relaxed. There was more time to do everything. Um, there was more of a kind of a holiday feel, and we really, really enjoyed that vibe. So when it came to our wedding, we actually chose to book a photographer from the United States so that he could come across and oh, have wow. that experience with us um, because we thought the experience was so special um, as a supplier. So what are your experiences of, um, of destination weddings? How do they differ from UK ones? Yeah, yeah, that's a very interesting question because I love doing destination weddings and I can confirm it's a totally different experience than doing a wedding in-house, let's say. Um, and it involves, I would say, uh, it involves a lot of uh, adrenaline and uh, and this adventure. Okay. Uh, so in a way, um, I would suggest the couple to to find the right photographer because I don't think it's for everyone. Although there is this uh, holiday feel, as you say, um, the holiday feel is is for everyone. It's for the couples and mm-hmm. it's for the photographer. Um, but, um, but ultimately is also a job that you've got to do and so you've got to go prepared uh, and uh, there are a, a lot of uh, things to factor in when you uh, do a destination weddings because you are packing your luggage but you're packing also your equipment are mm. quite a lot of things that you've got to plan in advance um, and the, the other thing I would, uh, I would say is um, like to not rely completely on the couple uh, because once you get there, um, they might be busy doing, you right. know, all the guest greeting yeah. and the other things in their mind and you must, you might as well the last of their thoughts. So it's best to kind of have a good conversation with the bride and groom well in advance uh, and uh, find out what they like because as a destination wedding photographer, um, I, for example, I always encourage couples to have extra photos taken, not mm-hmm. just for their way, but also the day before or the right. day after. To make the because most of the, day, uh, of the environment. The experience. Yes, it's, it's the whole experience. It's like a storytelling. It's not just about a wedding day. Mm. And that's why it's important that there is either between the, the photographer and the couple um and so for example uh, when i do weddings abroad um i always try to go two days before the wedding 
Uh, one for extra safety because you know if Anything something can goes, I can yep. flight <laughs> the day after. And secondly, because I want myself to get into the vibe of the environment that the bride and groom has chose to do their wedding. Right. And all because I want to make myself available for them um, in case they have a rehearsal dinner or in case they have some couple photos uh, before the wedding. Because, like, for example, um, in, uh, in the UK or in any other country where a bride and groom regularly and they get married, it's very unlikely that the day before the wedding they will be you know, available for a couple for us. It's very true. You know? English weddings typically they happen on yeah, a day, yeah, don't yeah. they? There's never really a day before or a day after. It's just the day. Exactly. Yes. Why destination wedding? Because there is this holiday feel for everyone. The couples is more lighthearted in a way, mm. so they will have everything organized in advance, and the day before they will want to be ready to greet their guests or even just to relax and enjoy the environment. Um, and uh, and so they will be more willing to time uh, with the photographer because they know how important it is to have these memories uh, afterwards. Uh, so that's why I always plan a few days. A, a destination wedding day is work, really. It's not just uh, just the day uh, out there and back. I think it's, um, it's, it's largely. So, yeah. I think it, it's largely organic in in the sense that I think people, because they're traveling, they always kind of factor in that extra day before and the extra day after, um, just for kind of leeway, don't they? And so you you kind of organically create this idea of being more relaxed. There is more time. There's more meet and greet, um, which is incredible. So I think it is possible to replicate that in the UK, isn't it? If if people took that concept and said, you know what, let's let's book a let's book the hotel for you know two days and let's stay overnight and let's let's recreate that kind of vibe. You, you can do it in the UK if you want to. Yes, absolutely, you could. It's more. It's, it's totally about the mindset. It's totally mm. how you perceive this experience. Uh, and, and probably it would be. I mean, it, it might become that way, you know, for uh, a bride and groom that uh, um, don't want to uh, go on a destination wedding, but they like the idea of having this couple of days uh, set aside, they might uh, think about doing something in the UK. Maybe they, they can choose a venue that is a bit far away from the where the place where they live and just book that one for a couple of days and recreate the same situation. And that's exactly what we did in Scotland. Yeah, we chose to travel <laughs> the place for the weekend so that we could have the destination feel at home. Um, you know, that's what I was leading to. That's precisely what we did. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, you must have enjoyed very much. Very much. But How the... did you find your photographer? Um, incredible. Now, the thing... I think I, I felt that whenever I had a destination job, um, I, w I was going on an adventure, like you said. It's, it, 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 there's, a, there's a heightened sense of excitement. And I'd never really thought about the job as work because we enjoyed it so much. Obviously, it is a, it is a job. It is work. But it's also enjoyment. But I saw that our photographer, because he was working on a destination job, worked so hard. I think because... 
I, from the bride and groom's perspective, that we're all relaxed. That the you know the the bridal party are relaxed. Everybody's having a good time. But there's more happening. Like you said, you know, you'll get together with them the day before, and maybe you'll get together with them the day after for something else as well. Maybe there's two different destinations that you want to go to to get photos. And it it's it's very 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 hard work on the wedding suppliers, um, the destination photography and videography. So. Um, you know, how, how do you find you balance that kind of joy and excitement with, with the pressure, with the extra pressure of the extra work? Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful for me. I, there is exactly this uh, contrast uh, that is bound out. Uh, the, yes, as you say, I am very excited to organize the destination wins, but I know work. And uh, so I feel under pressure. I also feel well, but I am somewhere else. So, uh, you know, I look outside and there is a different landscape so yeah. that cheers me up already <laughs> uh-huh. yeah for example i remember my first destination wedding uh, was in madrid two years ago and um, i learned so much from that experience honestly uh, i wanted to do that so much and obviously i charged a ridiculous amount of money because it was my first destination wedding right. Um, but uh, um, I basically obviously treated it as, you know, a professional a proper, proper job, job yeah, a, a, you know, proper job. And uh, so um, I planned everything in advance and, you know, everything that I could do, I did. Uh, and when I got there, um, basically uh, the cup, I couldn't get hold of the couple uh, whatsoever right. uh, because something happened to their grandfather. Oh. Uh, so they were all busy dealing right. with that and uh, and uh, they did tell me you know this wedding basically was in the countryside in the um surround surrounding of madrid so right. there was a like a, um in a sort of mountain not mountains but hilly hilly very rural quite rural yes mm-hmm. very rural and uh, and they told me you know this is uh, uh, not too far from where my grandmother's house is. So um, uh, the bride said, I'm going to get changed there. And the groom is going to get changed in a hotel nearby. So we're going we're gonna to drive you wherever you need. Don't worry, you know, you are a guest and everything. And when I got there, nothing, none of that happened. Because... Right, yeah, yeah. Because, because <laughs> you're, you're not number one priority, really. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it was a bit tough as a first, uh, as a first wedding abroad. Plus, it was in Spain, so okay, I'm Italian, so I could understand a bit of Spanish, mm-hmm. but still, it was not my language. So yeah. I had to throw out uh, renting a car and uh, and sort out, you know, where to go and destinations and and uh, you know, juggling with the with the phone as a sat nav. Um, uh, what happened was something else happened. The car I rented, they didn't have, a, and they didn't have a help. It's just little things. It's mm. just little things. But you got everything in consideration. I had to use my own, and I had to like a hold, you know, as I was driving to see where I was going because right. there was no holder for it. Yes. But for example, this is something. Next time, you know, you can bring your own sat in a folder just in case something happens so that you can use your phone. Uh, well, I, example, I, t- I take it, um, I take it from the, from in terms of the photography though, everything was fine, that you delivered, 
um, the wedding photography and everything went yeah. perfectly. Yeah. I, I, I love I love stories like that yeah, where, yeah. where suppliers get into sticky situations in foreign countries because I've been there myself. Um, we got stuck in Venice during the volcanic ash cloud a few years ago. And I love it when suppliers oh. come through for the clients because that is a real test of metal. Um, because on that particular occasion, there was actually a, um, I can't remember whether he was a vicar or a priest, but he, for whatever reason, um, decided that he couldn't quite make it back to the UK for a wedding because he was trapped in Venice and we were trapped in Venice. Um, but we actually made it home to the UK. I mean, it was, it was an absolute battle to get back. Um, but we pushed and we pushed and we pushed and we broke through and we were able to turn up to that wedding and deliver for those clients. So, you know, I, I love it when I hear those stories of kind of trial and, and victory. It's, um, it's really, really powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes you a professional as well, you know, mm. that uh, drive of uh, wanting to deliver at any cost, basically, mm -hmm. you've got to do it, and so you start developing ideas uh, on how to do it, basically, yeah. And also another thing I would suggest from, from a photographer's perspective is to make sure you've got uh, maybe another second shooter uh, contact country where you're going to photograph the wedding uh, again just in case because most of the time you're on your own mm -hmm. and uh, and if something happens you know you've got to um, you know the bride and groom have trusted you yes. to um to do the photography and so this is part of being professional is to be able to deliver um in this sort of situation they will probably understand but it's nice if you, you know, can provide a solution uh, if if they need one. Basically, um, uh, yeah, I've got I've got one coming up uh, next year in a very exciting wedding in the snow. You're gonna get married in the Alps on wow. mountain <laughs> in right. a sort of uh, resort. Uh, and and it's gonna be in February, so most likely it's gonna be uh, there's gonna be snow around, uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, uh, the 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 bride, for example, is an acquaintance of mine, but she see me working, and uh, and she just wants me to be there because she she trusts, mm. you know, the element of trust. Um, of if you've seen the photographer working before or if you've seen a, another wedding, for example, and you you know I could do it, that's probably to go rather than uh, than browse online maybe or, or adventure yourself with a photographer that has never really traveled before. Mm. Yeah. No, I think there's some really, really good points there raised, Marta. Um, that's been really, really insightful. Thank you. But unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. But that's been a really, really great chat with you. Really enjoyed that. Um, and hopefully we'll get the chance to speak to you again in the near future. Yes, thank you. So that was great. Absolute pleasure. All right, Martin, take care. We'll speak to you soon. OK, thank you very much. Right, bye. Bye.